What's up and welcome to Shop Sounds, a woodworking podcast about nothing. With myself, Nick Key of Key Woodworks, Jason Hibbs of Bourbon Moth, and Keith Johnson, better known as KJ Sawdust. All three of us are on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. All right, folks, despite the fact that I only put on clothing that is straight out of the dryer, Jason doesn't think a lost and found is a good idea, and Nick thinks Dustin Hoffman was in Star Wars. <laughs> Wait, he wasn't? <laughs> oh, this podcast continues to be sponsored by our Calzone-loving paisanos over at Bits and Bits, who, by the way, were able to get tickets to see Means to an End, even though it was sold out just by talking to the manager. Mm-hmm. Now, when Bits and Bits aren't cooking up some corduroy, they are hard at work making their own bits for routers and the CNC right here in the US of A, where just because someone didn't see you put money in the tip jar doesn't mean you can take it back out, okay? And after Bits and Bits makes them bits, they grab a bucket of cheese, pepperoni, and egg. Oh, no. Nope. Cheese. Wrong cop, wrong <laughs> copy. Uh, I meant a bucket of Astra coating and then tumble them in said coating, which is inedible, by the way, just to be clear, PSA. And despite it smelling like a rubber fire when you try to smoke it, this Astra coating has proven to give these bits higher speeds and feed rates and extend the life of them by up to three times. Now, Bits and Bits are also constantly coming out with new bits and expanding their tool menu. So check out their new tools page on bitsbits.com and hashtag get bit, baby! Double exclamation point. And don't forget, they also take the Great American white side router bits and Todd gack them with their Astra coating so they can be fully optimized in your routers, <laughs> CNC, Shaper Origins, drill presses, Panto routers, Dremels, Vitamixes, or Burr coffee grinders. And finally, Bits and Bits is also an authorized Festool dealer. So go pick up a Festool router to house some of your new bits. Sorry, y'all, no discount on those, those type of Festool products. And be sure to go check out all of Bits and Bits' offerings at bitsbits.com and use cup coupon, coupon code MORSELS15 to save 15% off your next order of router and or CNC bits because every time you use that coupon code, my morsels get one nickel closer to feeling warm band lawn on their sensitive little tips. <laughs> <laughs> get bit, baby. Get bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Guys. I'm going to need a sip of LaCroix after that. I wanted to bring our attention and focus to some new patrons that we have this week. Oh, please do. Fire away. We got quite a few of them here. Yeah. And um, Support is incredible. Let's see. We've got uh, Oliver Braley. And is Mike. it a hard A? Braley? Why, do you, why, do you always, why can't you just let me have it? You <laughs> I, always, I don't know. Always got a question. Because I copy paste these names. Okay. It's Oliver Braley. It's Brele. It's Brele. You got me all thrown off now. Then we got Mike. Maybe it's Oliver. Mike Oliver. Uh, Duncan, or do you want to say Ducan? It's by I don't Ducan. know. Nope. Um, Alex Anderson, Darren Rogers, Omar Ali Shama. Yeah. Yeah. Laura Hess, David. That's a perfect. That's a perfect name, right? Yeah, there. that's a good. That's one. It. Just, mm-hmm. just David. Got Harrison Hickman. Matt Highland, Joe Thiel. Now this one, now I talked to Joe on a daily basis and he's out in your area. He's in the Portland area. And I actually DM'd him asking him uh, how to pronounce this so I could correct you. And I don't know. 
It might be teal. It might. He hasn't got back to me yet. So <laughs> might be teal, teal, tie heel. I I don't know. Sorry, Joe. Teal. It's, uh, well, I, but I don't know. Since you have to wait a while, I'm going with thyle. All right. Okay. <laughs> Joe thyle. Uh, then we got Jome. Nope. R- nope. Try again. Good luck. I don't have my re- readers on. <laughs> Zoom in. Oh, okay. Uh, well, see, whenever there's a lowercase r butted up against an n, it makes it look looks like, like an, an m. m. It does look like an m. So that's confusing. Yep. So that's Jorn Roefs. Okay. Um, yeah. or something like that. And then we got Logan Lovell, David Lovell's younger brother. <laughs> We've got Kenneth. Deliege. <laughs> Deliege. Uh, Dilage. I don't know. You can have some fun with that. What's the frequency, um, Kenneth? Yeah. D- Deliege. Uh, Joe McKenzie. JP. And then mm-hmm. Artem Verkholomov. Nice. <laughs> And that's uh, where I draw the line. And then we have some returning top-tier patrons. And I want to take a minute. We forgot to shout out our top-tier patrons at the end of the show last time. I'm gonna, sh- right. I'm just going to shout them out right now. We got uh, Andy R. We got Jacob at You Should See What I Saw. We got Lindsay <laughs> and Heinrich. Henrique. Enrique. Uh, and, and Henrique. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Quintao, Dev Sales, Ray Rodriguez, Glug Glug, that hot epoxy. We got Mike Leiden, Scott Holland at Elevated Wood Design, Patrick Campo, Tim Bumgardner at Eisenbaum STL, Jason, it's Eisenbaum STL. STL. Yeah. Well, then why did you spell it like Eisenbaum? <laughs> I hate how people spell things one way and then they have to write it how it sounds. Why don't you spell it how it sounds? Yeah. Um, mm. And rant. Maybe that's probably, he's probably like, well, that's my <laughs> last name. I didn't choose how I can spell Wait, it. I was born yeah. into this. Patreon support withdrawn. <laughs> um, but I thought his last name was Bumgardner. I'm confused. Anyways, then we got Jordan at Rustic Creations. We got Eric Spensley, Spensley Design Co., Derek Jennings at Pecan Tree Design, Adam McKeon, Aaron Gregerson, Ricky Harkins, Alan Dranberg, Nolan Russell, Robert Fisher, Nicole Lobby, Jeff Noel at G-H-I-J-K-M-N-O-P-63, Andreas Wenmir at Jurassic.cc. He's from Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yono Reich. He's from Jersey. It's pronounced <laughs> Yono Reich uh, at Yono28. Ben Fuller at August underscore trails underscore designs. Nicholas Fairfield at Fairfield Woodworks. Michael Olson at m.j.olson2181. And of course, can't forget Nick Leonard at Stated Woods Co. Woo! So. so Nick, remember that giant blue phantom uh, CNC they had at WorkbenchCon this year with the giant rubber rollers to hold down? Yeah, stuff? I just learned what those so rollers I were the, today. I thought that was a drink cart. That was a CNC? No. Hmm. It's both. Uh, I guess it could function as both. It's definitely large enough. But yeah, he picked up one of those. I guess he got rid of what he had. I don't know what I he had. he had an Avid. Um, 
Oh. Yeah. Well, so I, I imagine this must have been much cheaper or something, or they must have given him a good deal, gave him the uh, the tall man well, discount. Well, had two rollers where the Avid didn't have rollers. Right. Which I had no idea yeah, those th- things actually hold down your material. That's genius. That's so much it's better 600 than... 600 pounds of pressure, yeah. he said. That's crazy. So if the vacuum table isn't strong enough to suck well, it... Well, if you're wicked, like plywood has any kind smile. of bow or anything in it, you know, the, the vacuum right. table can't hold it. Those rollers will. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, it's, mm. it's crazy. Or if you need to iron a shirt. Yeah. Throw it on well, the table. What I was going to say before Keith so rudely interrupted. That's my MO. Was um, a huge thank you to all of our patrons. And if you're not a patron and you want to sign up and you get access to the after show and you get a shout out in the show, if you're top tier, uh, you go to patreon.com slash shop sounds podcast. Just sign up and... Uh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Back to, that's all I was going to say. Can never get a word in around Keith. It's true. He's always always a a talker. I learned from the master. And apparently patrons can leave us voicemails, which this after show, after this show, because that's when an after show actually happens after (laughs) the show. Somebody left us a voicemail that we'll be able to play. That's cool. Where did they leave I that? I have no idea. On the Patreon page? I'm going to have to figure is it out. Like how, a, I don't, I'm not really sure how they left us a voicemail. I'm going to have to look into that. Is it a customer that. complaint? No, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good review. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, should we head to the after show then? <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess we should. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we got all the business stuff out of the way, so there's really nothing left to talk about. Yeah, yeah. No, Keith, I um, I wow. I uh, watched your video today, this morning. You I did. did. I watched. Which... I watched the mudroom. It was like um, like coming home to mama. Like I've heard about this mudroom for like a year. <laughs> Wait, I must have missed it. I didn't know the mudroom came out. Didn't you just put out a YouTube video like a week yeah, ago? Two yeah, two weeks back ago. To back. That's so unlike back to, you. Well, yeah, I actually felt like you for a week, Jason. I had like 200 and something you thousand views on that video. Half dead and sleep deprived. <laughs> yeah, and beard. I even had some, I even had some facial hair. I didn't shower for three days. Wow. Wow. So yeah, back to backs. It was, I'll have um, you know, was, I, think, I shower every single night before I go to bed. I can't go to sleep if I haven't showered. I know. Yeah, we know. I remember that when you slept here. Yep. I respect that. Okay. I, however, for the last... The three days uh, leading up to that release of the YouTube video, I would literally wake up at 6.30, just walk right into the closet in my underwear and start voiceover (laughs) and finish editing. (laughs) And I I, I didn't shower or change out of my clothes for three days. That was the beauty of working at home, though. Yeah. And here we are. But it's done. But it's done. And I think that's my longest video ever, 32-something minutes. Yeah, I watched all of it. It just kept going. Wow. It was one of those videos where I didn't see how long it was when I started. And then I got oh, halfway. Yeah, you would have never watched well, it. N- well, no, I would have still watched it. But I got halfway <laughs> through, and I was like, wait, this is only halfway through. And I looked at my watch. I'm like, dang. <laughs> he hasn't done anything KJ, yet. pulled a long one. <laughs> I just Dude, that was, edited a I, video this week. It started at an for- hour and 20. 38 minutes is my video that's coming out tomorrow. That's the bar cart? Yeah. So it basically took the videos. Is, that's real time then. It took, yeah, it did. <laughs> it took you two days <laughs> to build it. Uh, no, I wish it was real time. No cuts. 
I'm actually excited to watch that because, uh, Jason, remember when you were out, you, you flew all the way out here to help me with that console table with the blue and gray door and flip it over and then you went home? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've always had in the back of my head, I'd love to do some kind of textured walnut for those doors, like get rid of that eight um, Valchromat and just do something like textural, like a Jory Brigham or an Eric Curtis kind of texture on there. But then I saw that. I'm like, you know, that would be really cool too to kind of just keep it in the walnut family, but give it a little character and texture and some get rid of those blue. Patterns. I mean, I like the blue and gray doors, but eh, I think I'd rather... Yeah get some walnut back on there so i'm interested to see how you did that well i will say though i mean i did this for like an outside bar cart mm -hmm. that's gonna be like it's it's not gonna be stored outside it's gonna be stored in the garage and then we can wheel it out but i, I mean the quality level for an outside piece i don't think is quite the same as a interior piece I mean, so you could do it the same like, way. I you just, just used um, like a glue stick to put those down. <laughs> well, like eight I inch mean, gaps I, all the way around. Or eighth inch. No, gaps. they're actually all they're all, all really tight. Joint. They're all tight right now. Who knows if they'll last that way forever? Mm. But I just glued and tacked them down with a twenty three gauge pin nailer. And how thin were they? Eighth inch, quarter mm, inch, just under a quarter, six millimeter. <laughs> sure. Um, they were probably closer to an eighth than a quarter. I didn't measure them to be honest. I just took three quarter and ripped it in half on the table saw and then ran it through the planer until they were both even. I never actually measured them. Yeah. Now, did you have to do, uh, like a lot of math to figure out what would fit and where on that? Or did you kind of go from that? I remember you did like with that coffee shop we went to. Didn't you do a similar thing there? Oh yeah. 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 Um, no, you don't have to do any math. All you do is take the width of your board. So those just happen to work out to two and three quarter inches wide because that's as big as I could get out of the mahogany stock I had and get multiple pieces out of each board. So you rip it down to whatever width you want and then you set your table saw to 60 degrees mm -hmm. and you just make sure that when you cut to make your triangle... One side's perfectly flat and you cut 60 and 60 mm -hmm. that both sides are just exactly the same length. That's all you got to do. Hmm. Okay. And cool. so I just played around with it a couple times until I got it perfect and set up a stop block. And then you just run it through, cut your angle, then you flip it, cut another angle with it, the point up against the stop block, flip it, point up against the stop block, cut it, flip it, cut it, flip it, cut it. You just do that until you're dead inside. Until <laughs> your fingers bleed. <laughs> uh -huh. And then when you're all done and you're tired of that repetitiveness of standing there cutting over and over again, you take all those pieces over to your oscillating um, belt sander and you sand every single one on all three edges to break the edge. Oh, oh that's fun. And then when you're dead inside from those two activities, you actually go over and position them and glue them down and cut them to fit and all that <laughs> wow <laughs> it's not the most fun thing i say in the video it's it looks like something when you look at it you would think like wow that must be really hard it's not very hard i don't think it's just very time consuming labor intensive yeah yeah i don't think it's really that difficult of a thing to do yeah as how, long as you how got many a, pieces did you end up cutting with that did you count i don't know I, 
I didn't count, but I made too many. I probably made 150 too many triangles because I was so worried. <laughs> I was so worried in my head that I was going to get like three quarters of the way done and then have to go back and oh, make yeah. a bunch more. And there's like four or five steps just to make the triangles. And I really didn't want to do that. So I knew I probably made too many. I didn't realize I made that, you know, mm. too many, but. Wow. Well, you can, yeah. uh, it's for the next one, for the sidecar. For the sidecar. For the but pony pig. I um, made a mistake. So I, <laughs> well, I made a lot of mistakes on this thing. Um, one of which was somehow when I glued up my carcass, my plywood carcass that I was kind of building ever, everything off of. I knew that I was going to have a three quarter inch frame on the outside of the plywood. And so I subtracted three inches. I don't know where I got this math. I subtracted three hmm. inches for my three quarter inch frame, which really I should have only subtracted an inch and a half. An inch and a half. Hmm. Oh. Somehow I got in my head three inches. So I got the whole thing built and glued together. And then I went to set the top on there before I had done the frame and everything. And it was an inch and a half short. All the way around. So then I had to laminate a, another piece of three quarter inch plywood on onto the end. outside <laughs> on each end to make it bigger. So that was kind of a pain. And then I built the entire cart. We filmed like the final scene yesterday. And so I filled it up with ice for like making drinks. And I put a bunch of beers in there and filled it up with ice. And I have this whole drain system set up to drain the water out with a little like hose. Mm -hmm. um, what do you call that? A hose bib thing. A faucet. Spigot. Spigot. Did you say spigot? <laughs> yeah, it's a spigot. No, a, no, no K. A G. Yeah, there's yeah, no, no C K. or K. It's a G. No, I, I pronounce the K, but there is no K. Right. It's silent. It, it's Whatever it's called. <laughs> the thing that drains the water. Yep. It's not important. Anyways, I never opened it up to drain the water out. I just left it closed. I wasn't even thinking about it. And then I wheeled that thing back in my shop, forgot about it, left it there all night. Went out there this morning to grab something, and what happened was the ice had melted far enough that the fittings for the drain, they're like under a sink. They're not completely sealed. It's like the pressure fittings that you just kind of stick the U-bend into. You know what I'm saying? Yes. No. So, obviously, it filled up with enough water, and it couldn't go out that drain that it just started to drip a little bit out of the top of that and flooded the entire inside of that bar cart. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no whoops and then and then all over the floor in my shop so i opened up the little drain drained it all out and it dried out it's fine but it was just funny i flooded my shop and the brand new cart i just built because i didn't <laughs> use i didn't actually use the drain that i spent all the time putting in there oh well <laughs> you live and you learn you live and you learn that's right all right, well, yeah. Nick, we need to discuss. Now, I, unless I'm just that much of a simpleton that I totally missed uh, when you were building this guitar. We knew it was for someone who sings country music, but I didn't realize it was to the level of stardom that this uh, recipient had. So why don't you yeah, tell? Yeah, he, never, I wanna, I, he we, never mentioned it. He never did, mentioned did it. Did I not? No. No. Because oh. I am a big country music fan, and I know this. And it's funny, because you posted the picture, and I saw the guy. I'm like, wait, what? I know, before I even saw the name or anything, I'm like, I know that guy. Really? Yeah. So, go ahead. That's... Tell the story, because this is fascinating. Well, well oh, okay. So, 
Uh, if you go back to my high school days, when I moved to Augusta, Georgia. Well, I didn't want to go that far back. Oh, okay. Just no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Skip the birth and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> we get I was it. You born at a up. very young yeah. age. Yeah. And um, <laughs> no, I, so I went to high school with Dave. Uh, both oh. Dave and Charles. I went to high school with both of those guys from Lady Antebellum, which is, they now go and by you've Lady, stayed Lady in A. Contact? Yeah, so Dave and I have been best buddies forever, and both of our parents are good buddies now, so they talk huh. all the time. Like They come up and see my folks and vice versa. And I, I mean, I see him when I can. He's obviously a country <laughs> music star now, so he's always you know on tour and whatnot. But we played in a band in, in high school and college and did a little touring around Georgia and um, actually made our way out to Texas one summer on a tour in a blue van with a trailer and you know played played at like summer camps and stuff like that it was it was a blast not to the level that he's doing now but <laughs> you know it, it was kind of like my glory days of playing music but um yeah we've stayed in contact for forever and he was in my wedding so i mean we're we're good buddies oh wow but we don't talk so, like i know he's time. not a patron though so no he's not no <laughs> What's mm. up with that? <laughs> well, he's he's not our good buddies. He's oh. Nick's good buddy. Yeah, he's just my buddy. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, he um. So like last year when I made my base, um, I was in a group text with him and a couple other guys. My brother Johnny um, Cash, Johnny Cash. Yeah, like Garth Vince Brooks, Gill, Jason Garth Aldean. Brooks, yeah. Yes, all of these guys. And <laughs> I said, you know, I just finished this base for myself and. He, Dave said something like, oh, I would love for you to make me a guitar. So I was like, are you serious? Like, because I would love to do that. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So, you know, I, I came up with that guitar and that style. And because I knew he played Gibsons, which have a really specific look with the binding and everything, I went with a style that I made. And I went with that Strat with the double binding and, and, uh, just took it down to him this past Wednesday and he played. It was like, it was so crazy. So I went to his house and walked into his home studio and like he has Grammys on the shelf. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, Dave. His Grammys like in a jar, like they're her ashes? Yeah. Like yeah. Stuffed? All, like taxidermy gra Grammys? His, both, yeah, his both, Grammys ashes on both, the shelf? Both Grammys. <laughs> yep. Mom's side and dad's side, both on the shelf. I was just like, dude, you have Grammys, you've got platinum records hanging up on the wall. I'm like, this is this is wild, and I'm bringing you a guitar yeah, that I made in my garage. Did he have cold brew on tap? Because Neil had cold brew on tap. Yeah. No, he had Publix water, which was even better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was wasn't got, even cold. Yeah, and he had, I got he had Jersey Publix Mike sub sewer and water. <laughs> What, yeah, Neil say? had a cooler full of Red Bulls and other energy drinks. Oh, really? Well, yeah. yeah. He I brought us some free water. That, what was that weird water that he brought out? Remember that? It was like uh, Fiji? It was supposed to be like extra hydrating. Oh, like yeah. It was infused with oxygen or I don't know. Oh, yeah. I walked weird. out of there and I lifted the U-Haul over my head. It was like that potent. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't pass a drug screening for weeks after that. It was actually kerosene. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so you go into his house, you deliver yeah. it. So I, I bring in the guitar, and like I already see a rack full of just beautiful guitars that you know are all there in the studio, and I'm like, gosh, 
I could not be more intimidated than mm. right now to open this and be like, here's what I've made you. And he opens it up and he's like, man, this is crazy. And he starts playing it. And I'm telling him about all the electronics on it. And because I put a, a special blender uh, circuitry on it to where you can do some different stuff with the pickups. And he hadn't done anything with that before. So I was kind of explaining that. And he was just, you know, getting to know it, getting to feel it. And he was like, this is amazing. And he's like, plays so good. It sounds so great. It's so versatile. And then he's like, you know, I'm going to take this with me to L.A. tomorrow. I've got two shows in L.A. I'm going to play it there. And then next week, I've got a music video that we're going to film. And I'm going to convince the director to let me have it in the music video. So I was just like, I'm sitting there like trying to contain myself, be like, cool. That sounds yeah, right. cool. Yeah, that sounds cool. That, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm just like inside, like going nuts, like, yes. And then you slapped I, I, a Key Woodwork sticker right on the front of it. So. It's on right the, on it's the, on the back of the headstock. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was floored. I was like, I mean, I was so nervous to let him play it and watch him play it. And then after he was like, it, it's amazing. I, I was like, oh, deep breath. That's awesome. Yes. Wow. I mean, it felt great. It was awesome. Congratulations, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah, I'm pumped for it. That's, that's Either so way. cool. So cool. Yeah, it, it was great. So hopefully that's just, you know, the, the stepping stone of making some more guitars for more people. Because hopefully he tells other people and people ask about it because it's a really unique guitar. So if if anybody says, you know, hey, where'd you get that? Who made that for you? You know, hopefully they yeah. come calling. Right. Wow. You know you know how you get a unique guitar. How? You unique up on it. <laughs> Real slow. Oh my god, Jerry. Man, I'm I'm on it tonight. Oh yeah, my gosh. Must be that checks mix. Jerry. Oh, mm. must have been that. Get down. Beer I was drinking playing golf. <laughs> where, where did you so, play today i played um in i call it savannah it's really um salem oregon but this <laughs> this golf course it's got a very like southern kind of plantation vibe to it the they clubhouse looks like mossy oaks yeah it looks right out of the south i always feel like i'm down south when i go play there so i call it savannah instead of salem but it was fun Played with a couple other guys. Played with Jeff. Jeff was there. Mm-hmm. Oh, good old Jeff. Jeff, I'm playing with Jeff again on Monday. We're playing in a tournament. Some something about uh, saving kids from something. I don't know. Something. Some something. Some good. fundraiser. <laughs> can you something just promise help me kids though? Doing something. Can you promise me to try and hit his chip shot again with your putter? Um, I will. Just one more time for good measure. You know what I did twice today that was hilarious is, I don't know why I like messing with Jeff so much when I'm golfing, but I had putted out twice and he was finishing his putt. And so from like 10 to 12 feet away each time, as he'd start to putt, I'd putt and try and match my ball so they'd collide before they got to the hole. Yeah. And I did it twice. I knocked his ball out of the way. And one of the times it was definitely going to go in and it was going to be a nice putt. And I knocked uh, it right Jeff. out of the way. I know, poor Jeff. Man. But so, what's next for you, Nick? After this uh, guitar's done, are you gonna stay on guitars? Or are you going to well, build I, something else? I want to stay on guitars. I'm talking to a lady. I'm trying to convince her um, to let me make what I want to make. 
uh, for a, <laughs> for a guitar. <laughs> I do that with my wife all the right? time. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Like I, I what, oh, what is that from my big fat Greek wedding? It's like the wife is the the neck. It, it turns the head. So I'm tr- I'm trying to be the neck in this decision and turn the head into what I want to make. But um, so it is another guitar. I, I want to be another guitar, but if it doesn't, I mean, obviously I'm not going to make it on spec because it's a lot of time and a lot of money and work. So I'm not going to just make a guitar to just have a guitar to then try mm. and sell. Um, but I'm working on this other thing. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, uh, a lady that I work with was like, hey, I found this thing on Pinterest. And, I, <laughs> you know, anytime anybody starts with, I found this thing on Pinterest, you're oh, like... Oh, yeah, can you make it for the same amount of money? <sighs> no, thankfully, she knows what it will cost. So we're, we agreed on this. So that that's, you know, a plus. But it's uh, piano keys. Oh, with, that's what you were doing did, with that. Yeah, did you see all those piano keys that I had the other day? So, like... I guess I just thought that was because you were Nick Keys, right? It, I mean, <laughs> it goes along pretty, pretty easily. But a couple of weeks ago, I went back to our back lot, and we had been donated like four or five just junky upright pianos that were just garbage, and they were getting ready to toss them. So I scavenged one of them and took the entire 80, 88 keys, or is it eighty one? Oh man, how many keys are on a keyboard on a piano? Is it eighty eight? doesn't matter do you know no i have no, Anybody? no idea no why would we know that? i'd have better luck guessing how many m ms are in a jar than guessing how many keys are. 341 <laughs> not even close i think it's i want to say 88 somebody can correct us in the in the comments i don't care in the so i took every single um key off of this keyboard it was really easy because i mean every every piano should be made to be serviceable where if they need to like replace one key or one hammer or whatever. So I took all those keys off and then I, I brought them back. And with the new bandsaw, I was able to run them all through and cut them down um, to smaller size. And 88. Nice. I knew it. Wow. I knew it was 88. Ding, ding, ding. So I cut them all down with the bandsaw and I... Like at that moment, so wait, I'm still confused. What are you making? Why? What's well, with the keys? So I'm making a set. There's a a chunk of the keyboard that will be just mounted on a board, and above it will say keys, <laughs> and it's a key hook. Ah. So well, there'll be like four four hooks words. underneath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so after making beautiful guitars, you're back to making like ugly. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. This is. I mean, I'm not going to show any of this anywhere. This is, <laughs> this is literally just for somebody that I work with, you know, as a favor. But I've got these 88 keys on my on my Alfie table that I've got to do something with and get them done and out. I don't. Anyways. But yeah, it's just, it's literally just like a chotch key. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i guess that was was unintentional um you know just a pinterest project i gotta Mm. get it done get it out and then Mm. i'll have more room to do what i want but as i was cutting all those keys on the bandsaw i was like why have i waited so long to get a bandsaw i i had no idea what i was missing out on it was so easy yeah Mm -hmm. i was like this is this is dumbfounding how easy this is so yeah, they are nice to have. I actually use the bandsaw a lot for that pattern because all the pieces along the edge that had to be cut, I just kind of lined all the triangles up and put a piece of tape over them, taped them all together. Oh yeah, 
Walked over the bandsaw, used the tape as my guideline, zipped it down there. Yeah. Is he? Zip, zap, zoop. Zip, zap, zoop. Yeah, Yeah, you don't realize realize how much you use it until you get one. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, now I'm looking at it like, oh, I can use you a lot. Mm. Whereas Mm. before I was like, I I don't need one. Boy, was I naive. (laughs) Yeah. I just wish I I could. way about probably every tool purchase I've ever made. Right. Like Keith, the Lamello man. Right. I gotta tell you, I used that like legit used it for the first time on that bar cart because I used it when I did that joint test, but that was one mm-hmm. little thing and it doesn't count. But then, what'd you use it on the bar cart for? So I built this bar in the weirdest way possible, and in hindsight, <laughs> I don't I don't know why I built it this way, but I basically built a plywood box, and then after I had the plywood box. I framed the entire thing with mahogany. So I basically built like a frame around the plywood to cover up all the plywood. And then I inset the pattern inside like the frame on all the sides, which worked and it looked fine. It was a I'm pain gonna have to, to watch the video. Up. You're going to have to watch it. I am not following. <laughs> and I say in the video, like, I don't know why I did it this way. But <laughs> anyways, I made these uh, 45 degree corner pieces to sit on all the corners to cover up the plywood and give me a space to attach my um, my rails into on the front and sides of it. And I didn't want to clamp those up with calls, so I just put the, what are they called, the Clamex? Tensos? The snap? Tensos? Did you use the snap together ones or the ones with the Allen key? The Biscos. snap together Yeah, the ones. Tensos. Tensos. I put those in there. I probably did a little overkill, for a 48-inch run, I put eight of those in there. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little... I don't know what the rule is. Like, probably every 12 inches, though, is sufficient, but I, over, I overkill it, yeah, I probably it did it every, like... Probably did every, like, six inches, maybe. Mm. I don't know. But they just clipped together, and then I set it aside. I didn't have to put any clamps on. It was weird. I know. <laughs> like, this is <laughs> too easy. Yeah, a lot of guys do those for, um, like, you, well, you, you're doing mitered corners, but if you're doing... Uh, like mitered boxes for columns and things like that. You just snap everything together. You don't need to clamp it. Mm-hmm. So it's a beautiful hmm, thing. Yeah. It was strange. That is weird. So we glossed over your mudroom. Oh. Oh, I'm KJ. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to ask you specifically, like, well, we actually, to be fair, Nick, we spent about a year talking about his mudroom. <laughs> well, that is correct, yeah. I mean, if you compound all of the times that we have talked about it, it's more than we've talked about anything. There was a lot of comments saying, after hearing about this so much on the podcast, <laughs> you can actually see it in real life. So it was good to see there was a lot of podcast listeners out there. That is good. But I was going to ask you specifically, like, now that you've had so long to think about it, what would you mm. go back and do differently because, I, I mean, you did so many different things where you're like, well, we had to change this, had to change that. Oh, and I also want to say the clean out was my favorite. Yeah. So my, my, I, my sister is very particular and finicky like me, and I really thought that was going to be a bone of contention. I was like, what do you want me? I can build like a little teeny frame around it and paint it the same color as the wall so it hides and you can put it on a hinge so you can lift it up and access the clean out. She's like, eh. Like, you know, because it's, it's hidden kind of behind that wing wall. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of hidden, just, but it's still there. Yeah. 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 So I just painted it the wall color, but yeah, it is, it is yeah. 
quite odd. Um, <laughs> I thought it was funny that they decided to put a clean out there. Like, how does that connect? Where does that go from? So the wall, that wall is um, on the other side of it is the kitchen, but there's like a giant space in between the two walls. It's like a 12 inch okay. gap and there's duct work and pipes running up to the second floor. So, oh, up to the second there. floor is that, that chaseway is, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, on the other side of the wall is actually a giant pantry, like a, a cabinet, cabinetry pantry thing. So, yeah. um, I mean, what would I do differently? I mean, I definitely screwed up building the base as one big piece. Um, I didn't show it in the video, but when Kevin came to help me do the install, we literally had to cut it into pieces and disassemble oh, the really? whole thing. I mean, luckily I didn't, glue anything which i kind of normally do it was just pocket screwed and regular screws so we yeah we had to cut it and fit the middle section and then screw it back together and so oh, wow that was a mm. mistake and how i built the uppers was i mean i probably wouldn't do those any differently because you know i had to build them i learned from the last the walk-in closet i did it for my nephew was to build them in smaller pieces that i can transport um, even though right. I still could, I still couldn't lift one of those up onto the bench myself without my brother-in-law's <laughs> help. Um, but it was still more manageable. I could, I could transport them and, you know, uh, but other than that, like, and I didn't really plan out the face frame ahead of time on, um, I did that all on site and I did all the lamello slots on site and it was just kind of a pain because I, yeah. you know. You recall my original intention was to build that whole face frame as one, prime it, paint it, seal it. So all I'd have clip to do is walk back, yep, and clip it. And it just, I w it was way too big to transport. So that was yeah. silly. I uh, um, I have a question. All right, sir. That's what you were going to say. <laughs> Please leave it in the comments. Um, <laughs> uh, when you finish a project, and as Nick said, you're like, there's this I wish I would have done. There's this I wish I would have done. There's this I wish I would have done. Do you ever write that down? Because what usually happens to me is I finish a product project and I'm like, man, I should have done this, this, and this differently. And I don't write it down and I don't remember. And then I do a similar project six months later and I make all the exact same mistakes. Mm. And then I'm like, every time I make one, I'm like, oh, yeah, mm. I was going to do that. Oh, yeah, I was going to. And I always forget. No, I don't write anything down. And <laughs> so you're going to repeat it the same way I do. Well, what, and this is what someone asked me in the com, uh, or what I replied to someone in the comments was that's the problem is every time I do something like this, I do it a different way, which is mm. so inefficient. Like when I did that big mm. built in with Kevin, like he has a system and it worked. I mean, we just not boom, boom, boom. And, you know, I wish I had done this mudroom after that project because I would have changed a lot of things and done oh, it. Oh, sure. Um, kind of his methodology. So, <clears throat> and sometimes, I'll, you know, I'll go back to my old videos because sometimes I forget how I did stuff. Yeah, I, I do that too. <laughs> uh, well, so, that was like this. I mean, cabinets I have down, like normal cabinet boxes. I have a way that I always do them and yep. I can bust those out really quick. The reason this bar cart threw me off is because it's kind of like a cabinet, but cabinets usually don't see the back. No. And if you do, you can just kind of stick a panel over them or you don't see like one side or the other side. This is like a cabinet, but you see every single side and I don't know, it threw me off. And then I just ended up going a weird direction and 
But I, do, I honestly don't know how I would have done it differently. No, I mean, I'm I've, just not a very good word worker. I <laughs> yeah, right. I know I've done one very similar to that, Jason, years ago. It was all painted. Um, let's see if I can find a picture of it. But I built it the same way. I built a giant plywood box and then trimmed it out. You know, I actually did yeah. um, board and batten, and then I had a wood top. And I did had a, you for your trim? Did you just like glue and tack it up there? Or how did you do your trim? Yeah, just like it was a like a face frame on a cabinet box. Okay, so it's basically used, a cabinet box on wheels. But that's how you attached the trim on there. How did you attach the to trim? my bar cart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just treated it like I was framing out a built-in. I just said, how did you attach the trim? And you, you said, said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Okay. I don't know how much more detail you need. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Good. back then there Good was no know. lamello or domino. So, yes, it was just glue and nails. Um, nails. See, and that's where I wonder if I overthought this. Because I tend to do that. And I worry about things that probably aren't an issue. It would have been really easy if I made a plywood box and I cut all my pieces and I just glued and tacked them up there. I was just worried that that was going to expand and move and those seams are going to look horrible. So I glued everything to the plywood box, but everything's dominoed. So imagine the whole frame of this thing like the bones of a cube. Mm-hmm. So it's like a dominoed together cube that is perfectly glued over the plywood box. So that oh. every corner, top, bottom, everything is covered up. And then that cube is glued to the plywood, but everything's also glued to itself with dominoes. So everything's hooked together. Mm. Which was a total pain in the butt. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if it was necessary. Could have just pocket screwed them, I guess, since they were just getting glued and tacked up. But yeah, so you built... See, that's the problem is I tend to build cabinets like furniture, and it's not. They are not. Yeah. It's a completely different. And outside stuff, I feel like you build completely different. I just haven't done enough outside stuff to know, like, what, how do you do it differently? But it's not sitting outside, though, right? Like you said, it's sitting in a shop. It's not not in the elements. Yeah, we get wheeled outside. It's visiting outside. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) These pretzels are making me thirsty. Oh, man. Uh. No, no. I'm working on how I'm going to say it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So, Um, yeah. That's... uh, I was going to ask you something else about your mudroom, but now I forget. I'm trying to think what else I would have done differently. I mean, I screwed up the base. Like, I, 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 you know, I recessed those top stretchers. I cut notches and then recessed those top stretchers that tie everything together. But I didn't figure that in my measurement when I notch them down so that's why i had to build up another web frame of three quarter inch on top of that to bring the height up mm-hmm. uh mm. so that was a mistake i mean it wasn't that big of a deal but um what about um is there what or, or should i say was there any kind of like belt and suspender stuff that you could have uh cut out the suspenders or the belt besides 69 lamellos in the face frame um (laughs) you know i don't really think so i didn't really go too overboard on details on that 
Mm-hmm. Would you have, I mean, I mean, so many people probably said, yeah, since you painted it, why even do the lamellos? Nobody did why? because mm-hmm. I said it pretty clearly in the well, video. Yeah, why, I was one but, of the ones that I, I said that yeah. <laughs> before the video came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's, yeah, you're exactly right. Um, no. I just, yeah. That, I mean, you know why? Because I was going to pre-finish the whole thing. But Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you could, I could have pre-finished each one of those pieces individually and then tensored them on and done like a little V groove in the end, like a field joint. Um, oh, sure. But. Hey. I don't really like While we're that. talking oh. about the lamello, I called you to get um, some advice on using it because it was the first time I was using it and I was using it on a miter. So it's at a 45. So it's a little different than just, you know, right. using it. And you told me how they, you know, they have that little template thing and that raises it up and offsets it or whatever. But you like to use that bigger plate and then it's got that little like V-shaped notch in it. Yeah. And you just set it in there. And that worked awesome. That's the way I did it. But the way it worked best for me was to actually flip the thing upside down. Okay. So the pl- plate was up and then I could actually hold it and kind of set it down in that groove. Yeah. And then... Just did it that way, and it worked great. Oh, good. So. Yeah, that works too. Yep. Huh. There's uh, it's just it's very it's a very heavy tool, so sometimes you know getting it to maneuver and holding it in position is difficult. Well, and that's why doing it that way was nice because I just set it upside down on my workbench, and then it kind of just sat there, and then I could just set the piece in there. And man, the suction on that thing. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it. Pretty much, you don't even have to hold the piece. It just, I mean, you do when you plunge, but when you're getting it lined up, it just sucks right up against that plate. It's yeah, crazy. you get a lot of air coming through there with the, the dust collection on. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that. so I don't know if you guys saw my reel today that I posted that I swapped out the cord for the Festool plug-it cord on it. Oh, yeah. How much uh, puckering was that? Um, it was actually easy, um, but, you know, then it's... Wait, what is it? So, you know, on all the Festool cords or Festools, like the back of the domino has the, the receptacle qu- the that you quick just... quick connect. The quick connect. Yeah. So, yeah. right now I have my Festool cord uh, wrapped with a hose um, sleeve. Oh, okay. So, you wanted to make a receptacle for that on the lamello? Yeah, because otherwise you plug it and then you have to unplug your dust, the oh, yeah. plug in your dust cart, plug in the lamello, blah, blah, blah. So, they make, Festool makes these little pigtails that have that plug it connector in it so you just take off the back of lamello rewire it with the little six inch plug it connector and now you can plug it right into a festool cord so i explained the whole thing in my post description which you know obviously people don't read but like the first words were warning this will void your your lamello warranty so do it at your own you know cosh proceed with caution if you want to do it i'm not this is i should i am taking the risk here I should do that to the loner one they sent me. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Send it back with the festival. Oh my god! <laughs> also, I'll also paint some like you know pinstripes and flames on the outside. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So yeah, I, I don't know how many comments there have been. At least ten. There's like, why did you do that? I'm like, oh my god. I mean, if you why and wouldn't then, you do that? That why that makes, wouldn't you? And then it makes so much sense. Do that to my blender, my toaster. Yeah, they all have different amperages. That's why there's a different plug. I'm like, no, they all. You can use the same cord on every Festool tool, 
And I don't, th- you know, I didn't check, but I don't think the Lamella pulls that much more amperage. If it does, oh well. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh willing to well. take the risk. Well, th- doesn't the like the track saw and the domino have, uh, like there's, there's like that little indent. Not anymore. Not anymore. Mm-mm. Years but it that used was to be years something. ago. Yeah, it was years ago. Oh, and I'm okay. pretty sure Sedge told me that it didn't matter. You could like cut that thing off. Oh, really? Don't quote me on that, but. Because that's why I'm always like, oh, I can't use this cord on that tool. I got to get a different one. And then I, I don't know why it was there, but. Yeah. Well, it had something it to do with the higher. You didn't want to fry the electronics on the. It's, yeah, the it's very possible. On the newer yeah, ones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Whatever. So, but they're mm. all, listen, they're all the same. I don't know. So, and someone's like, I'm surprised as a Lamello dealer, you're condoning this. I'm like, uh, you're just modifying. I, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. I it's specifically like when I said, used my woodpecker square to open a paint can. People Thank freaked you. out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. called in. Yeah, called to complain. I'm sure yeah. somebody yeah. will write into Lamella. And I'll probably re- delete this post in a day when uh, my bonus runs out, my Instagram bonus <laughs> runs out. So I don't have to deal with these questions anymore. <laughs> yeah. I won't be eligible to gain any more money. Dude, the oh, Instagram man. bonuses are such a joke. Well, it and really the Facebook is. one is too now. Is it really? Is it? Yep. Well, I my I'm not I, even gonna try. No, I I don't. It all depends, but yeah, I mean, Instagram is ten cents a thousand views. So, I mean, I had like a high number I could get to, but I would have three hundred and fifty million views. So I would need over ten million views a day to reach my maximum. Uh, bonus. Well, yeah. Well, I got the Instagram Reels bonus the first time, and it was twelve hundred dollars for two million views. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, and so I reached it in like fifteen days. That wasn't that big a deal. And then they renewed after that thirty days, and it's like, congratulations, you've been renewed. Another twelve hundred dollars for like what was it? Twelve, 12 million views? views, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, I'm not going to do that. That's ridiculous. Exactly. See, the problem is when they opened up um, these programs, these bonus programs to more people, I'm pretty sure it's the same amount of money. It just gets now, it gets diluted across millions of more people. So, and the same thing on Facebook where it was like $1.10 per thousand views. Now it's a third of that or less. And they have all these different challenge bonuses to reach. But yeah, it's, it's, and... I don't know if you guys have noticed, but it's views are hard to get right now. Dude, it's rough. And Facebook normal, is even worse. Just normal content that I would, I mean, see decent numbers, no one is seeing. Yeah. It's so weird. But my. Yeah, well, YouTube's down too. Everything. I think people are outside. It's nice <laughs> outside. Get back in, damn it. <gasps> yeah. Get those screens back. Turn those screens back on. <laughs> <laughs> my bank account depends on it yeah really oh man i know just just when i get a youtube a couple youtube videos rolling that's when everybody's going on their summer vacations that's Damn. right at the wrong time <laughs> january february was the time i was too well, focused on Facebook. my uh i'm my current instagram reels program I have a maximum bonus of $8,500, but I have to have 84 million views. Yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) 
And, <laughs> and doesn't it say you can only have 150 posts? 150, uh, I don't, right? I don't see that. Oh, I saw that on I mine, mean, which I, means that's five a day, which who the heck's doing that? Oh, but no, yeah. You can count up to 150 reels towards this bonus. Yeah. Mm. So if I did like one or 10 a day for the... <laughs> You can't even do that. Oh, I can't do it. No, it's not. Well, and that's the other thing is like, because Facebook is cumulative, meaning I can post something on the last day of the month and when my bonus gets renewed the next month, it's still counting towards that into the next month. Oh, it rolls. Instagram yeah. does not. <clears throat> the second midnight hits on that last day, it stops generating revenue. Yeah. Threat so, level midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Electric City. Yeah, no, I looked at that renewal on the Instagram Reels, and it was weird because the first month it was like the 2 million views. I was like, I'm going to try and get this. As soon as I saw 11, 12 million, I was like, no, I'm not I'm not even going to try it. It's not, it's not worth it. So for me no, to get, I mean, somehow really I got the max bonus on Instagram at like 35,000. So if you can only post 150 reels to get that, each reel would have to get 2.33333 million views. You got 35,000 on Instagram? That's right, buddy. You you did? But it doesn't but it, it doesn't matter. No. I'm at $500. No, no I know it doesn't matter, but that's crazy. <laughs> like how come Yeah, I don't know. How come some people are getting a max of like 35,000 and then some people are like me 1200 like what's the deciding factor I don't know I, I, I almost wish I had 1200 then it's like oh I can reach my max bonus <laughs> now that's not I mean yeah. 2.3 million per oh god I don't oh, know I mean man. I guess and then I, like I, you know Kim Kardashian or something cuz some of these you see and they're like 50 million of 50 million per uh, per reel these you know stupid TikTok videos but I don't know. I guess it can be. It can be attained, but not with our content. No. no. If, I don't listen, think. if I posted 150 reels, mm. each reel would have to get 560,000 views each to hit my max. <laughs> <It's>, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is, that's what it that's is. It's so laughable. Stupid. So now it's, and oh, I'm like so Jason. Stupid. I'm like I. I don't think I'm going to renew next month. Or I may renew, but I'm not going to put a lot of effort into it. Like, it's just yeah. not, it's not worth it. Well, it's the only thing you no. should post anymore, really. Oh, yeah. I don't post anything on my regular. Oh, reels only. No. No, it's only reels. Well, that's now, all I've posted for my last three posts was reels. And for me, they're actually doing pretty good view count wise. I mean, they're yeah. all over 100,000. Yeah, that's basically which, what mine is, which is great, but it's still a dollar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's no not, money. Yeah, it's nothing. Mine's nowhere near that. Or ten dollars. And I, I, I gotta say, I'm putting out some banging content. I've noticed. <laughs> you really? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. I put a reel but, up today of Jerry on his on their account, the cat's account, on Jerry in slow motion chasing after a, a little loss thing like down the hallway, and it got five thousand views. That's I awesome. feel like I feel like. <laughs> And they have like 300 um, followers. I feel like uh, so it wouldn't good. even get that much on my account. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably uh, not. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Stupid cats. And it's pretty sad when I've abandoned all kind of woodworking content and I'll just sit down and air guitar. 
Yeah, I mean, Guy's well, Woodshop was... is not going to be happy with you. Oh, he's definitely not happy with me. <laughs> what is this nonsense? Gotta go back to sanding those crackers. I should go no. back to that. <laughs> no, but well, I was over on my page sweeping in my socks and nobody Dude, seemed I to gotta think say, that was I, very funny. I've got to say, <laughs> I, I need that. that for my Spotify. Can you put that? Oh, <laughs> Can you upload <laughs> that song? I need to play that like once a day, sweeping in my socks, <laughs> sweeping in my socks. Sweeping yeah, with sure a fox. I'll... Sweeping in my socks. <laughs> I'll put it on a playlist. No, but Do that's it. what it's become is is you're trying to just entertain people instead of actually putting up kind of worthwhile content. And that's but that's what they've turned it into. They've yeah. In, yeah. It, inadvertently they turned it into TikTok because all yeah. you're trying to do is get more views instead of valuable uh-huh. content. Right. Yeah. And it's annoying how if you pause for too long on a reel, just like one beat longer than scrolling past it. Oh, it starts. It's like, oh, you like that? Mm. And then it starts feeding you like similar stuff. And it's like, no. Yeah. I just true. had to say something to the I person sneezed. next to me. So I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Why did you do that? Why are you showing me this now? It's annoying. Yeah. Well, well, Jason, I want to ask you about your uh, joint test. Oh. Okay. Didn't I we already talk about this? We did last week a little bit, but I watched the video finally today. Yeah. And <laughs> old Eric Curtis was catching some flack in your comment section about them looking too pretty and not being actual, <laughs> like, I, I don't know what well, the word. Well, from what I saw, nobody was disregarding his skill or ability to cut them. No. Um, because you can't. They were not. No, they were. They beautiful. were dead nuts. Perfect. Beautiful. But they were saying that by making the pins smaller and the tails wider, so they weren't all even. Yeah, that that weakened the joint. I don't know if that's true or not. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't they know. Said either. They were all even pins to tails, all that stuff. Uh, that it would have been stronger. I don't know. Everybody's. Do you plan on having any kind of a follow up? Um, I don't know. Maybe when I get bored one week and <laughs> <laughs> need need a video, <laughs> need a video. <laughs> Double up on we'll your see. on your miter splines. Yeah, I mean it would be interesting to redo it, but that was the only hand cut joint. So to do a dovetail, but do a router jig dovetail, so it's all oh. even. Mm. Sure, and I mean that's going to be about as perfect of a dovetail as you could possibly get. Right. Yeah, like from the poor so. cable or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll cut that hmm. for you, Jason, and send it out to you. Okay. I'll say this uh, is beautifully cut by my friend Keith's porter cable. Yep, <laughs> I am an expert with that, Jake. <laughs> right, Jerry? Hey, speaking of you being an expert and building cabinets and doing things different all the time, <laughs> you're going to be out here pretty soon, man. Oh, my gosh, it is coming Uh-oh. up two weeks. And I haven't, I haven't even, I don't got a design together really. I mean, I roughly have it sketched up, but I don't have dimensions or anything. I mean, I haven't even had time to think about it. Been, How is the uh, outbuilding looking? It's looking good. They put the roof on today or have it almost all the way on. Nice. They got the inside, all the electricals roughed out this week. Mm. So hopefully next week drywall insulation will go in. Hopefully, in reverse order. <laughs> no, I had him put the, the insulation on the outside. <laughs> like padded walls. Now, are you putting like a mini yeah. split? It's in really itchy Jason? in there. 
for for each fan. Okay, <laughs> you want to hear how stupid this is? A box fan. I'm kind of I'm kind of embarrassed to even say this because it's <laughs> so stupid. Um, I am putting a mini split in there, Mister Cool. It's gonna be you know the little wall mount um heat pump because you got to put something out there because it it's yeah. gonna get hot in the summer. Yeah, need the AC, and then it's gonna get cold. So, but I'm painting the entire interior of that space black. Black. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the company that came out originally to give me a quote on the mini split, I asked them. I was like, "Do you have a unit where the head is black? Because I don't want this like off-white cream thing in the middle of a black wall." And they're like, "No, we don't carry that." (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, does anyone make one? And they're like, well, it's a Mitsubishi and we don't carry Mitsubishi. So I tracked down another company that makes Mitsubishi. Mm. And they came out and gave me a quote. And it's an actual like black unit. They're nice looking. It's not going to stick out like a store thumb. They're like, great, we'll get a quote together. We'll send it to you. They send me an email and they're like, bad news. Mitsubishi does make a black headed unit, but... <laughs> The only one. <laughs> Do you like the way I phrased that? That yes. sounded funny. Um, no, but they said the only one they have is a two. It's a two-head unit. <laughs> what? Um, it's a Medusa. So it's got like the main. It's got the box outside. Yeah, and then it's got two different heads on the inside. Why? So. Because they make them that way so that you could have like one in one room and one in another room. Oh. Mm. Okay. But that's the only black one available. Mm-hmm. And it's twice as much. And sure. it's a 300 square foot building. So why in the world would I need two <laughs> heads? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So it was either do that and spend twice as much money and have two heads in a small space or go with the white one. So I went with the two-head black one. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Why not? So there'll be one up on the loft and one down below. <laughs> well, it might be more efficient. There. Well, I mean, if you run the air, yeah. the cool air upstairs, it's going to fall anyway. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the heat, you just run from downstairs because it'll rise. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so, so yeah. I'll have the heat going downstairs, the cold air going upstairs, and when yeah. they meet in the middle, cause a tornado. That's what you're going to have a low It'll be a pressure. rainstorm. You're going to get a nor'easter going through there. Oh, <laughs> hurricane hits. Don't store your lumber in there. Oh, So yeah. there will be no problem in keeping that thing hot or cold because it'll be doubled up on uh, the output. But I just couldn't bring myself to put a white no. thing yeah. in there. When all the walls, the built-ins, everything's going to be black. Everything's going to be black. Like the ceiling too, that tongue and groove ceiling? Uh-huh. Yes. This is like wow. my dream come true. I was just going to say, making, you got, Nick's got a friggin' Woody over there. Yeah. No, I'm not going. Like salivating. <laughs> it's not like black, black. Charcoal. I mean, it'll be like, it'll be like a matte shade, a shade down, but it'll still be pretty dark. Oh. Yeah, charcoal. Yeah. Wow, it's yeah. gonna be, he's just going to come in there with a the spray gun and just... Just blast it. Or just Everything. light a match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah shogugi bond the whole... Wherever you say that, the uh-huh. whole thing. <laughs> From soup to nuts. Yakasugi. <laughs> yeah, just Harry Krishna, that whole thing. <laughs> wow. wow, that should be interesting. I'm sure it'll look great. great. It'll match the house. 
So the outside's going to be I black too to match the house. Uh huh. And the inside's black <laughs> to match the house. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't know if you're inside or out when you're in there. <laughs> I'm at the nexus of the universe. Now, did um, the did the, did the the pilot people have any say on the color when you were like, "Hey, I'm going to paint everything black"? Were they like, uh, "I don't know if Joanna's going to like that." No, they, they don't, don't have any say. Okay. I mean, and the design's all up to me. And I will say, I've researched this. It's not just like I had this idea in my head. I've seen other rooms where it's all black inside. And the floor is not going to be black. The floor yeah. is going to be a really light white oak. Mm. There's huge windows in there. Plus the all-glass garage door. Oh, wait. Ceilings what? Are, this is a garage door? Yeah. That's glass? Yeah. Uh-huh. All-glass garage door on the second level. So there's like a balcony garage door out to the outside deck okay wow got it interesting so there's a lot of natural light that comes in there the ceilings are 25 26 feet tall in there Mm -hmm. so it's not i think it'll be fine yeah yeah i trust you well i don't but we'll see what happens (laughs) hey we've lived in this townhouse for three years and we've yet to pick a paint color there's swatches all over the wall so yeah, no kidding. You I dare to lecture you. me about paint. I've le- seen the patches of color on your wall. I respect your decision making, whether okay. it will work or not. I think it will, though. Like you're saying, there's a ton of light that comes in there, so it won't look yeah. black, except at night. Yeah, and we're adding a lot of lighting in there. I mean, there's going to be lighting on the whole ceiling, just like a really low-profile track lighting up on the ceiling uh trusses mm-hmm. and then we added a lot of sconces <laughs> and um yeah i love it they're bringing in a ton of ton of artwork with a lot of color so it'll be very neutral and then we'll jazz it up with all the stuff that's in there should have nick make nice. a guitar you hang that on the wall yeah i'll do it it'll be black mm. oh okay <laughs> you won't even see it <laughs> it's camoed right in <laughs> the neck will be cl- is be uh natural it'll be maple ne- yeah maple <laughs> yeah. neck mm. yeah <laughs> oh well, so one other speaking thing speaking of um oh go ahead i just want uh crap we bought on instagram you want oh, to intro yeah. that real quick jason Okay, wait, hold on. I got to remember how to do that. <laughs> crap we bought on insta. Nope. Graham nope. didn't do it. <laughs> Dang, I don't know how to do it anymore. I might think since my computer updated, it won't do it. Oh, it's probably a good thing. I got so excited, too. Wait, I, I can just know. fake it. Crap we bought on Instagram. The crowd goes wild. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, this isn't groundbreaking, but um, this stuff called Magic Mind, which is like these little two-ounce shots of, it's supposed to be to replace caffeine. It's supposed to give you energy during the day. Um, so it's Adderall. That's like green juice. Um, you're supposed to like take it with your morning coffee for the first few days and get your body used to it and then kind of transform over it. So it's sustained energy through the day. So I took my, it was like 50 bucks for 15 of them. So not that, oh like cheap, cheaper than a Red Bull. Okay. Okay. Three bucks a pop, I guess. So I took one this morning. And so bloated. I mean, I was like pregnant, <laughs> right? And that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> and then I got 
I had to run out and do some, uh, run some errands, and I slept very poorly last night, so I was super tired. So I got home at like one o'clock. I'm like, I'm gonna take a nap. So I laid down to take a nap, and I woke up like a half hour later, and my st- I had massive sharp pains in my stomach, like I felt horrible. And so I went back to sleep, and I woke up like a half hour later, and I immediately made a cup of coffee. <laughs> so that's out Uh, and then i go to the website to cancel my subscription because it's like an on every month thing and there's no place where you can strictly cancel you can delay your subscription a month or two and i literally just pushed it out to september until i can call them or remember to call them to completely but they don't give you an option to completely cancel uh, so it's like that uh the the cd subscription from the 90s yes it's totally columbia house 100%. One hundred percent. This is BMG over here. But Impossible the other thing was um, was for Jerry and Lola was this stuff called Pretty Litter, which is like instead oh, of regular cat litter, it's like these fine crystals, like almost like salt. And wow, this it's stuff! Pretty. This stuff is a game changer <laughs> because there's no dust and it has no smell. And when they urinate in it, you just it literally kind of just melts into the the crystals and the crystals will change color based on the pH of their pee so you know if they're healthy or not. So all you have to do, (laughs) and you'll have to change it once a month. Once a month? Yeah, you just scoop the poop and the pee just kind of stays in there and redistributes with the crystals. And yeah, so it's like 50 bucks a month instead of these giant... And it works? It works great. Like... These these cat litters that are say ninety nine point nine percent dust free, it's actually the opposite. It's ninety nine point nine percent dust. I have to have a I have a fan with a filter with a a motion detector right next to the litter boxes. So as soon as they walk in, the fan goes on because the <laughs> oh dust that God. comes out of these things. Anyway, I don't want to get into cats, but anyway, I thought that pop, I had popped up on, <laughs> and that we was already are. that was a good purchase. Wow. The magic mind. I don't. Not so much. It's called, I don't know if I've bought litter? anything off Instagram since. I mean, I was on a streak there because we were doing the thing yeah. every week, but I can't remember. Oh, the last thing I bought off Instagram was um, I bought one of Eddie Fetter's shirts over. Oh at yeah, Fetter I saw you wearing Mines. that Eddie Fetter <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually gonna see him tomorrow. Um, I got he a was shirt from Halen. I got on his website, I ordered it, came in the mail, I was out in the shop, I'd already put on another shirt, but I went out there in the morning and it was out there, and so I was like, oh, I'm going to wear this, so I put that on, immediately got Thixo all over it. Oh, <laughs> man. Speaking so, of epoxy, fun. so when I, I was up at Total Boat a couple of weeks ago, and they have these new silicone mats, kind of like Rockler does. That you can put on your bench and you don't get glue all over your bench and oh, then you I just peel them. it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they sent me one of those. It's super heavyweight. It's like a doormat. And yeah, they're better than the Rockler ones, I think. Oh. <laughs> don't let your sponsor hear that. Well. <laughs> um, so anyway, the one that they gave me, she's like, they they didn't have any new ones or whatever. So they had one that was slightly used. It had some epoxy kind of in the honeycomb. It's like, I don't care. I'll just crack it off. Anyway, freaking Jerry. Like, is licking it. It's all, sitting on the bench. Every time I leave it uncovered, he comes over and starts licking the epoxy that's in, in the craft. This guy won't Jerry. eat a damn cat treat, but he will lick high-performance epoxy off mm. a rubber mat. So it must taste good. Mm. 
I don't know. I mean, he licks his own great, butt, so. That was a really good story. <laughs> Wait, the mics are still on? All right, I thought we were in the after show. About, before we talk about Jerry's butt, maybe we should head over to the after yeah, show. Yeah, I think we probably should. Yeah, end yeah, on a high note. there. All right. Yeah. Do we got any questions to answer over there? We do have quite a few questions. Several. Okay. And a voicemail um, that I referenced earlier in the show. All right. All right. Well, if you're not a patron, go to patreon.com slash shop sounds podcast. Just sign up. Then you could come over to the after show with us and you won't feel left out like you do right now because this is about to end and it's going to go die. It's going to go dark. It's going to go silent and you're not going to hear us anymore. But you could if you just gave us a little bit of your money. <laughs> just two dollars. <laughs> just two dollars. That's all we ask. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> I'm going to play that Sarah McLaughlin um, music right now. <laughs> anything else you guys want to add before we say goodbye? Nope. I'm going to go grab a seltzer on the way to the after show, so I'll see you over there. Yeah. Okay. All right. We appreciate all you patrons, and uh, we'll Thanks. see you on the next one, eh? See you. <laughs>